if you are continually like finding yourself hitting your head up against a wall like trying to make everyone happy and it's just not possible let's just let's have this conversation about how is people pleasing showing up for you in your daily life what are some common signs or behaviors that are associated with hey there i'm ani Michalski, wellness coach therapist and mom to half a dozen amazing kiddos this podcast is for moms who desperately need a break but refuse to take one You know who you are. You have a jam-packed schedule and you're so busy doing everything for everyone else, you don't leave any time for you. What's up with that? Well, no more. Take off your superwoman cape and learn how to put yourself on your to-do list. This is the Moms Without Capes podcast. Hey, did you know that there's a Facebook group filled with Moms Without Capes? Women who are learning that it's safe to take off the superwoman cape and take care of themselves? There sure is, and we'd love to have you in the group. Moms Without Capes is a free community for moms who feel overwhelmed, stressed out, and exhausted from trying to do it all. Come discover who you are under that cape and give yourself permission to show yourself some love. Search Moms Without Capes when you're in Facebook or follow the link in the show notes of this podcast episode. See you there. Hey there, Moms Without Capes. So Ani here. Today I'm doing a pre-recorded video in place of the Facebook Live that I typically do on Thursdays. The reason for that is because I am traveling, well, visiting my mom across the country, and um, I didn't want to, I've got a lot of schedule things scheduled, like doctor's appointments and stuff um, for my mom, and so I didn't want to put one more thing on my schedule. So I decided that it would just be easier for me to go ahead and just pre-record this or record this and then just release it into the group on our regular time that I usually go live. So today we're going to be talking about losing yourself in people-pleasing. I think this is a really important topic. I myself struggle with people-pleasing a lot more previously than than now of course but um it has been a real struggle and it has affected my life big time i've been doing a lot of digging into like codependency and realizing what behaviors that i exhibit that are more on the codependent side if you haven't ever looked that up i suggest you do Um, But people-pleasing is one of those behaviors because of having such a fear of rejection or not being like the fear of, yeah, I guess the fear of rejection, I was going to say of not getting approval, but yeah, like a fear of rejection or seeking approval so much that you put your own needs on the back burner and um Put other people's needs in front of your own and that's a lot of what we talk about in this group and so it kind of got me digging into i read the book there's i'm trying to think what the book is codependency no more i was thinking of actually choosing that for our book club book because i feel like there's a lot of a lot of us in this group that could benefit from recognizing and challenging those behaviors that fall into that codependency realm and the reason that it's so dangerous is because you do you lose yourself you lose your sense of identity because you are so concerned about making everyone else happy 
are making sure that everyone else is taken care of that we end up losing ourselves. And so we're just going to dip our toes in today and talk a little bit more about how we can lose ourselves in people pleasing. And then I'll share with you some ideas of what you can do um, to prevent that from happening. So one of the biggest people pleasing actions that I took in my life is actually moving to Montana. And I don't think this was entirely a people pleasing thing, but I definitely categorize it under that just for the fact that I left my entire family who I'm back here visiting now, um, for my husband. And I had this desire for a simpler life because we were very busy. And if you've heard my story before, you know that I, you know, quickly filled it with lots of things as soon as I got over there. So it wasn't a simpler life, but I, there was a lot of things going on in my husband's life at that time with his family. And I thought that it would be best if we moved across the country. Now that was when our kids were, were smaller or younger. They were, our oldest was fourth, fourth grade at that time. She's now 23. So this was about 12 years ago. Actually, no, what is it, like 13 or 14 years? It seems crazy. But um, there was, I was actually rehashing this with my mom this morning about, you know, his parents, his dad was sick. There was um, some, some health issues, some financial issues. We were living paycheck to paycheck here. So there were some other extenuating, what is that word? Extenuating circumstances that pushed us to move. But there was definitely a part of people pleasing and putting my own, my husband's needs in front of my own and even for my kids, because I didn't know, right? Which is where that self-compassion has to come in because I didn't know what I didn't know. And I didn't know how down the road, what that was going to look like. It actually started out as a five-year plan. I was like, I had only been to Montana one time or a few, like a handful of times. Didn't even know where Montana was really when I met my husband. Um, I had to look it up. Not very good at geography, but I was like, I, being from the East Coast, like I knew the 13 colonies and I knew like Tennessee, like that area, um, and Ohio, but I did not really know past the Mississippi. I knew California. I was actually had been in California before I met my husband, but geography up in that corner, um, wasn't really sure of what that looked like or where Montana was. His other friend, his friends, I met him. I don't want to get too far off topic, but I met him. I had moved to Savannah, Georgia following my, like after I got my bachelor's degree and I had moved there and he was serving in the army there. So after he got out, we ended up moving up to Pennsylvania to be near my family. And then, um, after about eight years, then we moved, we decided to make the move West, but it was a huge people pleasing act. And while there were other things that factored into our decision, that was a big part of it. And, um, I feel that this topic is important because I wish I was aware of what that decision was like, what was factoring into our decision. I have my pros and cons list. I am a list maker, but, um, I had wish I had dug a little bit more into the people pleasing part, but I didn't. And so now maybe, um, you might be able to recognize, you know, even being in this group and I talk quite a bit about people pleasing, 
what that looks like and being more aware of how your actions are being influenced by those fears that you might have. Um, like I mentioned earlier, it can affect, like it can, when you're continually looking to please others, you're continually look, thinking like that you are responsible for other people's feelings. You can lose yourself. You can lose your sense of identity or lose your individuality. Um, because, and it can also be very frustrating because it's not possible, right? Like it's not possible to make sure everyone is okay. You're not going to please everyone. But when you're continually trying, you're going to start, well, not start. You are going to reinforce that belief of not being enough because it's not actually possible to make everyone happy. And the more you try, the more frustration and the more you're going to reinforce that belief of not being enough. And so we, I want you to be aware of that and start taking action to shift that. So let me know in the comments. I want you to be part of this conversation. I know it's not a Facebook Live, um, but it is pre-recorded. But I want you to jump into the comments if you're watching this in the Facebook group. And I want you to just let me know. How has people pleasing shown up to you? Is it a struggle? Do you struggle with people pleasing? Yes or no? And if so, what, what do you notice? Like what is something, like if you're putting other people's needs, if you're saying yes to things that you don't necessarily want to do, like you're, you know, afterwards you're like, why did I sign up for this? Or if you are continually like finding yourself hitting your head up against the wall, like trying to make everyone happy. And it's just not possible. Let's just, let's have this conversation about how is people pleasing showing up for you in your daily life? What are some common signs or behaviors that are associated with people pleasing? You know, like I said, you're putting other people's needs in front of your own. You are continually regretting saying yes. Um, you're spending a lot of time taking care of other people instead of taking care of yourself. Like if you're not currently practicing self-care or the first thing that goes when you're like, go, you know, during the day, the first thing that you're squeezing out is making time for yourself. Like whether that is going for a walk or eating a eating lunch, you find yourself continually just resorting to peanut butter and jelly sandwiches or not eating at all, then that might be a sign that your people, that people pleasing is something that you're, you're exhibiting. Um, it can have a, a big effect as you can imagine on our self-esteem because you're continually like putting other people in front of your, like putting other people above yourself. And the more you do that, the more your self-esteem is going to start plummeting. And think about it. Like you're doing this year after year, day after day after day. And like, eventually it's going to feel like, am I like, am I worth it? Right. Um, I have conversations with my clients all the time about this, right? Like treating ourselves with kindness and with compassion and feeling like that we are worth treating with kindness. Like we all hold this double standard where we, you know, we'll treat others with kindness and we believe that everybody else deserves to be treated with kindness, but yet ourselves, we are our own worst critic and we just 
bash ourselves and we treat ourselves very harshly. And so if you notice that your negative thinking or your negative self-talk is at the point where, you know, you can hardly talk to yourself with kindness, then that may mean that you need to take a look at what's going on here, right? Are you engaging in people pleasing? It could also have a profound effect on our mental health, depression, anxiety, um, other mental health issues, mood can just plummet again. Like also with just constantly making sure that everybody else are trying to be a preoccupation, preoccupation, my mind, preoccupation with making everybody else's needs higher than your own. For the first 10 years of being a mom, I told myself that I did not have the time to go out with friends or to learn a new hobby. I told myself that my focus now had to be on my children and they were my responsibility and my responsibility alone. I would feel guilty if I did anything fun without my children and husband, and I'd feel resentful since my husband seemed to just come and go without any of the kids even noticing. I, on the other hand, would get bombarded by my kids if I said I was going for a walk alone, so I stopped trying. I stopped making dates with friends, and I stopped knowing who I was. I didn't know how to ask for help, and I felt weak, and like I wasn't a good mom because I wanted it. I needed help, but I didn't know how to ask. I became a control freak, really, trying to control everything and everyone, because if things weren't in order, it reflected on me and my worthiness. I filled my plate. Boy, was I busy. I volunteered. I led groups. I got involved in everything. Looking back, I can see clearly that I was trying to prove my, my worth, but really it was exhausting, and it led me to feeling like a failure because I just couldn't keep up. I fed myself all kinds of lies. I don't have time. I don't need that walk. I can do this alone. I thought that the world was going to fall apart if I did something I enjoyed, and I told myself this for so long, I actually stopped knowing what it was that I even enjoyed. Sad, I know. But can you relate? I felt trapped by my own excuses, but it wasn't until I started recognizing them for what they were that I was able to finally break free from them. I created a guide to help other moms break free from the lies and to start taking care of themselves. It took me 10 years. It definitely doesn't have to take you that long. I'll put the link to this guide in the show notes so that you can grab your copy and be on your way to breaking free from the guilt and start rediscovering who you are under that mom hat. Um, when you are, you know, when you don't have strong boundaries, right? We talk about boundaries a lot and boundaries are those limits that you place around. It keeps, it teaches others how to treat you. And it also creates this, this line around you. It is a good thing to have boundaries. And we're not talking about rigid boundaries where you build the walls and you refuse to let people in and you are just like tough loving, right? Like those are unhealthy boundaries. We're talking about boundaries that are healthy in nature where, you know, there's a give and a take where you protect yourself from getting hurt, but yet you also are able to have a sense of vulnerability about you. And that is what is going to be good for your relationships. People pleasing is not going to help your relationships as much as you think it is, as much as you think making everyone happy around you is going to help you have this great relationship. It doesn't. 
Instead, it builds a lot of resentment, a lot of pain, a lot of, you know, mood disorders. There are a lot of things that come from having poor boundaries and people pleasing is a sign that you are struggling with boundaries. Um, when you're sacrificing your own needs for others, I did another episode on martyrdom, like being a martyr and that self-sacrifice thing. And a lot of us, especially those of us who have grown up in religious households, we may have been taught that, you know, we need to sacrifice ourselves in order to be a good human or in order to get to heaven or, or whatever it is that you believe. But I want you to rethink that because it's damaging your relationships. If you're putting everybody else's needs in front of your own, instead of like you're, let's go back to that airplane example. You've got to put your own mask on before you help anyone else. And so if you are lacking oxygen or you are not your like healthy self, you're not going to be as much your capacity for helping is going to be sacrificed. Your capacity for helping isn't going to be as much as its greatest potential. So we want to make sure that we are taking care of ourselves so that we can take care of others. Um, overcoming people pleasing. If you're, if you, if this is how you're wired or you've been doing it for years and years and years, it's not going to be easy, but you can do hard things. This is something that, you know, if you struggle with this, I've, I've encouraged you to do this before. Take the time to make a list of the hard things that you've done and know that you are fully capable of doing hard things and you can choose your hard. It's not going to be easy, but it is totally possible when you start noticing, when you start self-reflecting or reflecting on the behaviors that you're doing, that you're engaging in that are not serving you. And if people pleasing is one of them, it may mean that you need to start noticing Start taking note of those times that you are engaging in people-pleasing and then reflecting on, okay, what could have been done differently? Because you may not be in the exact same situation, but a situation will come again where you have that choice, right? And it's, of course, it's an unconscious choice, but that situation, a situation is going to come up where your natural tendency is to say yes. Your natural tendency is to make sure that other person, you know, is taken care of. But I'm going to challenge you to stop and think and start reflecting on those behaviors because the next time it happens, the fact that you've done the work and you've taken the time to reflect and seen what could I have done differently? How, what was the thought that was fueling up that, that action? What was I fearing? Was there any fears in place? And why was it so hard for you to say no? I want you to, to take that moment, put the focus on yourself for a minute and start asking yourself, getting curious about the behaviors that you are exhibiting. Um, prioritizing self-care is going to be huge here um, because you're going to start showing yourself like I am worth it. My needs are important. And even when you don't believe it, taking action, I know that you are doers, right? Like you are go-getters. And so taking the time to, or not taking, making the time 
to engage in self-care and do things that are good for you. That is going to be telling the rest of you, telling your beliefs, like you are worthy of prioritizing. You are, your needs are important. And when you do that, it's like taking action towards that person you want to be. It's like taking a vote. You're voting for the person that you want to become. Every time you take an action, that's good for you. It's going to help you regain that sense of self, that sense of identity, that sense of purpose by prioritizing that self-care and engaging in self-discovery, like getting curious about who you are and what makes you, what makes you, you building those authentic connections with others in this moms without capes Facebook group. You've got this amazing opportunity to connect with other moms. Every month I do the casual conversations. You come to this open forum where we can talk and conversate about topics that are important to us. This past one, we just talked about, what did we do? <laughs> what did we talk about this last one? We talked about the mental load. That's what we talked about. Um, and the mental load is like the emotional labor, like not the emotional, but the mental label labor we do every day and it can get heavy. But that was, that's just one example. Every month you have this opportunity to come and talk and bond and connect with other women in this group. But just take a look at your own life. Like who are those relationships, your family, your kids, your spouse, your parents, your siblings, your friends, your neighbors, all of these people in your, in your circle building those authentic connections, not thinking that those people's needs are more important than you, but other, but rather recognizing when you are engaging in people pleasing and what, where that behavior is fueling from a fear you may be having rather than that reciprocity, like that, that generosity. Um, cause there's a difference. There is a difference between generosity and people pleasing. It is, you know, one is not based on fear. One, one is just giving and that's where we're moving to. Um, when you start working on your, like start focusing in on your relationships and getting, learning what it means to have healthier boundaries, you're going to improve your mental health. Like, it's just, it's going to happen naturally. It's not, you know, it's just something that happens organically when your relationships start improving, when you start engaging in healthier relationships and learning what that means. There's a less risk of developing depression and anxiety and other mental health issues. Your mood is going to improve as a natural consequence. So if you're struggling with people pleasing, I want to, I want to hear what's going on for you. If you don't feel comfortable saying it in the chats or, or whatever, just send me a message, send me an email, ani at momswithoutcapes.com. Let's have this conversation. I want to help you recognize where are these people pleasing behaviors coming from. And more importantly, I want to help you shift them so that you can make your relationships healthier and not lose yourself right? Refind yourself again, refine that sense of self, reestablish that. So I want to thank you for joining me today. If you have any questions about that, 
about anything that I mentioned in this video, definitely let me know. And I look forward to connecting with you. All right. Take care, everyone. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Moms Without Capes podcast. I'm always up to hearing your ideas for future episodes. So send me a DM and let me know. And if you enjoyed today's episode, it would be awesome if you'd leave me a positive review wherever you're listening to podcasts these days. Until next time, take care of you. You are worth it.